Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show. This is your host, Trina Newby. Hello, ladies. I am so excited to be here with you today on this beautiful, beautiful Monday. I am so glad that you have tuned in because we've got great information to share with you. And I am looking so forward to manifest your success. So this is a good time. Make sure you have your notepad out because I'm going to be providing you with some really, really good information. And I'm also going to be sharing some more what I think really good information about Google Suites today. I want to kind of go back over Google Suites because recently I have helped two clients to really utilize Google Suites and There are just so many advantages when you are on the budget and you are trying to save money, especially now during the quarantine. You don't want to spend as much. You want to be careful about how you reserve your cash. Google Suites is certainly a wonderful alternative. So I'm going to be going back over that. And many of you know that I I love Google. I think that one of the things that they do to provide quality software applications to uh, all of us is just absolutely wonderful, and they do so without advertisement. So again, uh, I'll be covering a little bit more about Google Suites today as well. And of course, I want to thank all of you who have been sending messages and letting me know that you really like the topic, Seven Habits to Manifest Your Success, and um, your words of encouragement are not just appreciated, but it really blesses my life, and it confirms and convicts me to know that my passion and my effort to continue to provide quality information to business women is not in vain, that it is something that, that people appreciate, and that helps me to keep moving So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so very, very much. Um, I'll also be sharing again uh, with you ladies today things that you need to be doing to focus on yourself as the CEO of your business. And so uh, I'm bringing that up now, and I'll be sharing that with you in just a little bit. I want to just talk right now about a lot of things that are happening with small businesses as we look at COVID-19, the pandemic, and the things that we're all going through. And I think it's so very important that we keep a positive mindset, of course, but I think we also need to be on top of making sure that we are reaching out to our prospects and we are reaching out to our current client base or our customer base. That is so very key. And I just want to remind you that if you have not created a plan, a communications plan of how you're going to be reaching out to your current customers and people who are on your mailing list, your prospects, you've got to come up with a plan right way to do that. And I, I would encourage you not to let another day go by without creating a schedule of things that you're going to be doing to reach out to your current customers and to your prospects, okay? That's very, very important. But I also realize that 
during this time, there's a lot of anxiety going on, and there is uh, there are just so many unanswered questions that we all want to know uh, that we don't necessarily have yet from our government, our local city and state officials. Uh, we're kind of like up in the air as far as our economy is concerned. So one thing that I want to remind all of you, which is so very, very important, is stay in the positive. If you're going to look at television and what's going on, I would recommend that you do one of two things. Have a specific time that you check in in the mornings to make sure you haven't missed any urgent announcements, and then a time perhaps before you retire for the evening that you check. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to um, be glued to the television throughout the day. You want to make sure that you have a schedule you are actually working with. And I want to remind you that during this quarantine, this is some valuable time, okay? Just because we have been restricted as far as where we can travel and where we can go, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be taking advantage of the incredible amount of time that we have. So again, this is time for you to work on your strategy. This is time for you to work on your marketing time look at your products and services there are that you may want to make in that, okay? So this is not the time for you to have vacation or staycation. This is time for you to take advantage of the valuable, most valuable commodity on planet Earth, and that is time, right? You have been given some valuable time, so it's time for you to really look at how you can make the best of it. Very, very important. Also, I want to remind you, here we are in April, right? And so we are pushing towards our midpoint for the year. And I want you to go back and take a look at the goals that you set for yourself in January. You did set goals, right, for yourself and your business. And I want you to take a look at whether or not you are on track, right? Because that's very key for you to know that. This is how you hold yourself accountable by being on track. So I want you to take a look at that. If you're not on track, meaning if there are several goals that you listed that should have been accomplished by now, then, of course, as the owner, the CEO, you've got to go back and take a look at why didn't those things get accomplished, right? And one of the biggest things that I have learned is that you don't go back so you can feel bad about yourself or what you didn't do. You go back to learn so that you don't repeat those same things. So it's important to know where you came from in order to move forward. So if there are things that should have been done, go back, write those things down that didn't get done. And under each one of them, you need to list what didn't it get done. What caused me to not accomplish these particular goals? What caused me to miss the mark on accomplishing my sales goals or my marketing goals? That's very important, okay? And what you must do is once you list why it didn't happen, most of the time the answer to how to improve that is always going to be in the why. Whatever reason that uh, you did not accomplish specific types of goals, the why is going to tell you what you need to do to improve on that and to take action to get on track, right? So this is very important, something that you must continuously be on top of 
as the CEO of your company. And I can't talk about that enough because as the CEO, as the owner, your business depends solely on you. I use the expression a lot that, you know, we birth these are the concepts. We birth the businesses that we have, and we do not abandon the child that we created in the business, right? That's very important. And so holding ourselves accountable, looking at where we have been so that we can more positively move forward is all a part of your role as the CEO of your business. And I don't want you ladies to forget that. Sometimes it's best to be hard on yourself and to hold yourself tightly accountable than to have failed or to have to go through hard lessons learned in order to learn that, right? So now is the time. Accountability is the key word for today. And I want you to start holding yourself more accountable. And I think that's very, very important, okay? The next thing I want to talk to you about as we are looking towards the halfway point, I really want you to, to establish your goals. If you haven't yet, I want you to look at the goals that you still have to accomplish towards year end. I want you to make sure that you have properly aligned your goals, prioritized them, and that you are clear on the tasks that need to be taken action on in order for those goals to be accomplished, okay? So remember, there's a hierarchy system in accomplishing goals. It all starts with vision, right? Each, each vision has a set of goals that support it. And then, of course, after vision comes the goals that I've just said. Those goals support that vision, and then after goals come tasks. Each goal that you list has a task, singular, or a series of tasks, plural, in order for that goal to be accomplished, right? And one of what I call one of the hiccups or one of the challenging points that most people have in accomplishing a goal is that the task to get the goal done is not clear enough or the task is not broken down enough in order for it to be handled in bite-sized chunks. And so this is where you really have, this is what you really need to pay attention to. You need to be making sure that when you set your goals, that number one, you know what your goals are supporting. Is it supporting a master goal? Is your vision? You know, and if so, what is that vision? You have to keep in mind, there are multiple visions. There are multiple things that you're going to want to experience because that's all a vision is. It's something that you see in your mind that you want to experience, and you're going to then transfer it out of your mind onto paper and set goals to it so that it can get done. And so oftentimes I feel like it's right there when, the, when you list out the task to support your goals. It's like right at that point that most businesswomen tend to allow things to fall through the cracks and the goal is not accomplished. Here's why. Because some tasks in and of themselves present challenges, right? And oftentimes, instead of us really dissecting and pulling the challenge apart and finding a solution for the challenge, instead, we'll just write the task in our planner and say it has to get done without the cost 
of the challenges that it's presenting. And that's very important. And so then you find yourself not accomplishing the task because you knew that it was a challenge all along. And then you keep pushing from date to date instead of addressing the real issue, which, which is the challenges that that task are presenting. So it's right at this point that you need to understand in the hierarchy of accomplishing things in your life that you start with the vision, then you create goals to support that vision. You create tasks to support the goals, but then for each task you list, you have to identify whether or not there is going to be a challenge task accomplished. The challenge could be many things. It could be a task that requires you to have a certain amount of money and you just don't have that money at this time. So what is the solution? What solutions or workarounds will you have to come up with? Or it could be that you don't have the skill necessarily necessarily to do a particular thing. You've got to actually find somebody. You've got to vet a person's um, background and profile and expertise to decide whether or not there's someone that you want to work with, you've got to do that. So it's important for you to understand that you don't just list tasks and then, and then get to the point to where you're supposed to accomplish the task but don't know how or you don't have the funds or there's a challenge presenting itself but you're going to overlook that and still put that in your planner. You can't do that. Nothing should go in your planner unless you're ready to take action and you're clear that it can be accomplished. Other than that, you've got to pull that task apart and say, okay, here's a challenge. I've got to go find the solutions for it. And then once you find the solution, that is when you then can go ahead and accomplish the task itself, okay? And, and I want you to think of task as the the queen of implementation. I want you to know that without tasks, nothing can be done. Nothing. Because you've got to identify, for each goal you list, you've got to identify the tasks to accomplish those goals. So it's important for you to realize that not all tasks are the same, not all tasks are equal, and some are going to require you to break them apart and figure out what the solution has to be. Okay, and that is what I think is uh, going to be an aha moment for many of you listening in reference to goal setting. If your goals are not being accomplished, ladies, there is a reason why. And again, I believe the culprit of the reasons is usually because tasks are not broken down enough or tasks that present challenges, the solutions to those challenges are not discovered or found. And sometimes you may have to schedule an appointment with me to discuss that, to figure out what are the solutions. Sometimes, no matter how much you try to come up with the solutions, you may not have gone through that particular experience of that task to know what, it, what you need to do, right? So it's good to bounce it off of someone and to ask a question about how should I go about accomplishing this task, or did I break it down enough, or I don't know why it's presenting itself as a challenge, but I've got to find a solution for this. And this is so very, very key. So again, I want to encourage all of you who are listening to the show, uh, whether you're listening to the, the previous broadcast of the current broadcast, um, I want you to understand that 
accomplishing your goals and setting tasks and identifying the challenges so that you can find solutions is going to be pivotal for your success, okay? You, manifestation cannot occur until the task itself is accomplished. So if you had a goal and you listed five tasks in order for that goal to be crossed off of your list and accomplished, and you've got four of those tasks done, but one is really presenting a challenge, guess what you've got to do? You don't put it in your planner to be done. Why would you do that if it's presenting a challenge? It can't get done until a solution is found, right? So what you've got to do is what? Correct. You've got to dissect that task and you have got to hold yourself accountable and discover the solutions to the challenge that task is presenting. It's only then, once you discover the solution, that the task can then be put in your planner with a date to be accomplished, whether you delegate it to someone else and need to follow up with them or whether you're going to handle the task yourself, it can then be put in your planner. And I hope this information is helping you uh, to have some aha moments and to better understand the hierarchy of visioning and goal setting and what it is that you will need to do to make that happen. Very, very key because what I'm finding is I'm finding um, as I talk with so many businesswomen all around the nation, I'm finding that most businesswomen don't have a problem with identifying their goals once they're clear on the visions that they want to experience. It's usually in the tasking that the problem exists, okay? So I want you guys to take note of that. And I want you to go and I take a look at the rest of this year, and I want you to identify the visions that you have for your business. What is it that you want to experience for the rest of this year? What do you want to experience financially? What do you want to experience marketing and branding-wise, right? What else do you want to experience? What If, if you were to uh, create that multiple six-figure income for yourself for the rest of this year, what is that going to be able to help you to do? What do you want to personally experience yourself? These are things that you should stay on top of and know why because it encourages you to push forward during the challenging times. And this is certainly um, a challenging time as we are experiencing a nationwide quarantine. Um, it's certainly a challenging time. It's not an impossible time. As long as you're sitting up, breathing, virus-free, and are able to do what you need to do to push your business forward, promote your business, communicate with your customers and your prospects, you are in a good place, right? Let's go ahead and move forward. So I've been reading for you guys from the book this month, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat by Lisa Diane. And Lisa calls herself an ambassador of inspiration. And I know that she certainly has inspired me. I want to read for you from a section of the book called Whether You Think You Can or You Think You Can't, You're Right. Listen at this, ladies. She says, putting your dreams in writings along with pictures is the first step to making them happen. It is also one of the most important steps. The next step is believing that you can have the things you dream and more. 
People often ask for the secret to my success. They look at my life with envy, thinking that I've made it to the big time, while they're destined to live their lives of struggle and financial turmoil. But I'm no different than anyone else, she says. I, was, I wasn't born into money. As a matter of fact, my parents struggled financially my whole life. I didn't win the lottery, and I don't have any unique or special skills. However, there is one major difference between me and my friends who look at my life and wish they could have this kind of success. I decided long ago that getting a job and giving up control of my life was totally out of the question. I had to find a way, she says, to generate money on my own, and I wasn't satisfied with living a life of financial struggle like most people. I wanted more, and I believed that I could have it. I cut off all other possibilities for myself. I would settle for nothing less than financial success. I don't mean to sound callous or prideful. She says, that's really not who I am. I just desperately want you to understand the true source of my success. It's not luck. It's not inherited. It's not skills or education. It's my attitude. It's my belief that I can and will achieve whatever I set my mind to do. It's the faith that I have that God wants all of us to experience the very best of everything in life. We weren't created to live like slaves to a time clock or to spend our days and nights struggling just to pay a few bills. We were destined to have so much more, she says. Unfortunately, or fortunately for some of us, we get what we expect in life. And me, I expect more than most people, and that's exactly what I get. You may be reading this and thinking to yourself, she says, yeah, right. It's easy to say these things when you generate more income a week than many people earn in a year. But what about me? You, you need to know that I put this belief system into action when I wasn't even earning $25 a week. It was more this belief system that took me from $25 to more money than I ever dreamed possible in a very short period of time. Am I saying that all you need to do is change your thinking and next week you'll be rich next week? Of course not. But I can almost guarantee that if you don't change your attitudes and expectations, you will never find the success that is well within your reach. Isn't that wonderful? And we all need to be really embracing that thought path, which is, I am what I say I am. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you are who you say you are? If if you in your mind are that businesswoman that wants to create a multiple six-figure income or leading to a seven-figure income, are you living the life now that you should be in order to manifest that and bring that about? And I want you to ask yourself that question. I want you to understand that question and why that question is so very important. Ask yourself that question just right now and just jot down the first thing that comes to your mind. Here's the question again. Am I living the lifestyle that I should be now? Am I doing the things that I should be doing now to manifest what it is that I want? 
out of life? Am I, am I believing in myself to the point that I'm living what I believe? Because you see, I believe that anything and everything that we want first starts from the mental process, the mind. And it is only when we transfer what we want and see from a vision in our mind and transfer that to paper that we're actually able to manifest it. But it's only going to manifest if you believe. And what is the proof that you actually believe? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show as I share yet more habits to manifest success. We're going to talk about that. But I wanted you to jot that down. I want you to Answer that question. What comes to your mind? Because you see, I know that you want things out of life. I know many of you who listen to the show every single Monday, you're longtime listeners. I know many of you have shared with me that you want to have a multiple six-figure income because you want to do this or that for your family. You want to bless the lives of other people. You want to be able to create that legacy for yourself and your family. And, and, and I'm, I'm right there with you. I want that for you. But, and there's a but to this, but do you believe to the level that is required of you in order for you to manifest what you have in your mind and to say that it is so? Do you believe that you are who you say you are? That's very important. Very, very important. And I hope that you guys are receiving this with all of the love that I am giving it to you with, because there is so much opportunity and time this year, 2020, for you to become the success that they want. There's so much time. We still have about eight months left in this year. And there is time for you to do the things that you want to do. So again, during this quarantine, you've got to take advantage of it and take your mind off of all of the other stuff that you have no control over. I think that's very, very key. I want to go ahead right now and I want to move on to the questions uh, that are going to help you to focus and take action. And these are the five questions of focus and action that are going to help you to become a better CEO. And if you ask yourself these questions often enough and actually answer them, and of course, by the way, your answers are going to be different depending on what you've actually implemented from the last answers that you gave, then you're going to see how these questions actually can help you not only to be a great CEO, but help you to see monetary success as well. So here they go. Five questions of focus and action. Number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? So in order to prepare your mindset, it takes a concerted effort, a commitment. It requires consistency. So you really every morning should be looking at how you can um, work on your personal development, your self-development, right? And then I, I want to, again, encourage you greatly to create your own affirmations that will motivate you and inspire you to move forward. Why? Because I want you to become self-reliant. It's not that you shouldn't listen to other affirmations and listen to other motivational things. You should. But I think to listen to other people's stuff and not to be able to motivate your own self is a problem. So I think along with listening to what others say, motivate 
you. There may be times that you don't have access to anything else but you have yourself. So this is why you should create your own customized affirmations that are going to uplift and encourage you to move forward with whatever you set your goals to. Okay, here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Every CEO, every owner of every business should know this hands down. You should be knowing what your priorities are as far as marketing is concerned. Um, and under marketing comes like communications to your customers, to your prospects, right? You should know the number of leads that are coming into your business, right? And if you have no leads, why? So you've got to ponder, you've got to dig deep, and you've got to ask yourself questions from the answers that you give. If you say, no, I don't have any leads coming in, then you've got to dig deep and say, okay, well, this is an important question. Why don't I have any leads? What am I not doing? What's the process for generating leads? You've got to dig deep. And then you want to look at your sales. What are my current sales, right? Asking yourself these questions and then giving your answers, not just little short answers, yes, no. No, you got to dig deep and be honest with yourself and give yourself more than a yes or a no. But, but if you say no, then why? And then number three is, am I clear on my role and responsibility as CEO? I would say that a lot of business women are still not very clear on what they should be doing every day during the hours that they specified that they're supposed to be working on their business. So you've got to get clear on this. And one of the easiest ways, I think, to get clear is to really just kind of look at this as if you had to hire somebody to take your place to run your business because whatever, you, you might have to go out of town, you may have to take care of your, your sick child, you might be sick yourself, but somebody else is going to completely take over your business and they're supposed to be reporting to you every week how the business is doing. What what kind of reports would they be giving to you? What is it what is the information that you need to know to to ease your mind and to know that okay they're running the business properly? Because whatever that is, that's what you should actually be doing. Okay? Think on that. And then number 4 is what task will I be delegating to others and following through on? If you are serious about generating multiple six-figure income, um, I think the thing that you need to understand is that you cannot be an island all by yourself. You cannot do this alone. You are going to need the help of other people to make it happen. And so definitely this year has to be about delegating. This year has to be about creating a power team of individuals to help you. This year has to be about you stepping up and stepping out and truly being the CEO that you need to be for your business. And again, here's the thing, and, and this, is, this is pretty tough to hear, but I'm going to give it to you guys anyway. Just like a child, you birth your business. And you can imagine if you had a baby lying in a crib, you wouldn't close the door, lock it up, and go off to work every day and say, well, you know, I had this baby, but I didn't have time to figure out who was going to watch the baby. I have to go to work, so I'm closing up and, and, and leaving a the baby there in a the crib, and I hope that the baby will be okay when I get home. Now, we all know that we've heard sad stories about something like that happening for real, and we know what happens happens to those people, right? They get locked up, baby's taken away from them, or the baby didn't make it. 
But I want you to really look at that and liken your business to that. Because, see, when you birth a business, when you birth an idea, that's exactly how it is. It's like you birth this idea, you birth this business, and you put the, put the information about it out there. But then you cannot abandon certain things that the business requires you to do. You can't abandon being and the owner and just working on the business whenever you decide that you're going to work on it, right? You just can't stop marketing or do no marketing at all and expect the business to then turn around and, and give back to you and bless you. Those things just don't happen. Your responsibility as a business owner is to make sure that you bring that business up to be a responsible adult business that can generate that income that you need. And the only way to do that is if you are the right type of CEO to raise that business, to make that business grow. That's why you have to always hold yourself accountable and to make yourself the best CEO that you can. You don't have to know how to be a CEO to become a great CEO. You just have to be willing to gain the skills required of you by your business, right? That's what's key. But the one thing that I do know is that you cannot abandon your business. You cannot, lock, you cannot leave your business by the wayside and think that it is supposed to bless your life and give you something financially. That doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. And so, therefore, okay, it's time for you to put your big girl panties on. It's time for you to be the CEO that you need to be for your business and and. Every good CEO knows how to delegate, knows how to put together a power team of people, and knows how to oversee that. And if you don't have the skills to do that, then guess what? You work on getting the skills. That's what you've got to do. And last but not least in the five questions of focus and action is, am I clear on my business finances? That means, are you clear on your bookkeeping? Do you have a bookkeeping system? Are you clear on your accounts payable, people that you owe? Are you clear on your cash flow analysis, what's coming in, what's leaving out, so that you can figure out what you need to adjust? This is all very, very important, and I want you ladies to understand the, the importance of it all. So when I liken birthing a business to birthing a child, and when I liken those words, abandon, I mean just what I say. You can't, just like you would not want to abandon your child, you can't abandon your business. And sad to say, but true, keeping it transparent, I have abandoned my business before, and it showed. And I've got some things I need to correct now. What about you? What are you willing to be transparent about with yourself so that you can admit it, you can look at what you need to do to start improving your business? So very important. Okay, so there you have it, ladies, five questions of focus and action to help you get going, help you get moving, give you questions that you answer to help you become the best CEO you can for your business. Up to the challenge, are you going to start asking yourself these questions and not only asking them of yourself, but answering them and digging deep to find the answers to challenges, find solutions to those challenges? I challenge you to do that and watch and see what happens to your business. It's going to start growing. 
It's just going to start showing you positive results. And that is what it's all about. It is 1235 after the hour, and for those of you that are listening, it is me, Trina Newby, and of course, you're listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I'm so glad that you are here with me today. Um, I am just so blessed that, again, the board is packed out today, and for those of you who are new to the show, I want to share with you who we are. In a nutshell, Successful Woman Radio is all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire, right? Isn't that what you want for yourself? So mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon as we go live to share with you information about our monthly things, what's going on, how everything is is happening over at womenaboutbiz.net. So that's key. So again, mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon and definitely thank the person who invited you to listen to the show. I haven't been able to get on um, Facebook and do a Facebook Live uh, in the last week or so, just a few technical glitches. But I will be doing, hopefully, the show live on next Monday. So if you're not a member of the Women About Biz group on Facebook, I want to encourage you guys to just put in the words Women About Biz group in the search tool at Facebook, and it will bring up the link. Now, remember, we have a Women About Biz Facebook page, fan page, and, of course, you can like that as well. But we also have a Women About Biz Facebook group. And that is where I want you to make sure that you have joined. Now, if you don't do it that way, you can go to Women About Biz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, womenaboutbiz.net, and you can click on community in the top white menu bar. And from there, put in your name and your information, and I will automatically add you to the group and send you a confirmation email, okay? So you can do it that way as well. And again, I want to thank everybody for continuing to support the show and um, continuing to be a part of our Facebook community as well. I want to go ahead now and talk about seven habits to manifest success. And today, I am going to be sharing with you habit number four and talking about action and implementation. So that is habit number four, action and implementation. And I want to talk to you about action from the standpoint of manifesting your success. Action is, in in essence, action is something that is proof to you that you actually believe. And, you know, there are all kinds of things that we can believe. Our beliefs come from our environment. They come from what we've learned as a child. It comes from, it stems from a lot of the things that our parents may believe in. But the one thing that you need to know about belief is that what you believe may be true or it may not be true. A lot of things that people believe in are not validated by factual evidence. A lot of the times they believe in it because they're following the crowd or because of some experience that has happened that's given them a false belief, or they believe because their parents believe. 
right? But it doesn't mean necessarily that it is correct, that it's true, that it's factual uh, and backed by factual evidence. It's not validated. So the one thing that I want you to understand, even before we talk about action, okay, is that everything that you want to manifest, you must first have the right beliefs to support what it is that you want to manifest. Because you can't say you want a million dollars, but never really believe that you had the rights to have a million dollars or never really believe that you could earn a million dollars. Because that then would contradict the very thing that you consciously say that you want it, right? And that's what's happening with a lot of people and why they're not able to manifest, right? So let's just kind of go back and take a look at what does manifest really mean to manifest something? I think sometimes we take this life here on earth for granted and we don't really see a lot of the things that we do and the things that occur in our lives as miracles, as incredible supernatural events that are happening, but indeed, that is what it is. Every single day, there are supernatural things that occur in life that we we don't realize that we're taking it for granted. For example, the air that we breathe. You cannot see the air that you breathe, and yet it's a miracle. You're taking advantage of the air every single day. We can't even live and exist without it. And yet you can't see it. But what we do know that is factual evidence is that we know what oxygen is made of. And we know that those compounds that it's made of is definitely in the air. We can measure it. We can see it. And when there is a lack of it, for example, we may have heard a lot of talk about the ozone layer and how it's depleting a lot of the oxygen in the, in the air and adding more carbon dioxide. And as a result, it can cause us problems as humans, right? So we hear a lot about the ozone layer and about those things, but in actuality, we can't see the air, and yet we take it for granted that it will always be there. But it's an absolute miracle that we have oxygen to breathe. The same thing goes for building a house. When you first conceive the idea or someone conceives the idea that, that they want a house, they can see it in their minds, but it's not necessarily built yet. They can't necessarily stick a key in the door and walk inside of the house, but they know what they want. They see it in their minds. It becomes a beautiful, vivid picture of what they want, and then they go after it because they believe they can have it, and therefore they manifest all of the things necessary for it to happen, and then one day they can actually physically experience it by sticking a key in the door and walking in. Well, manifestation is taking a thought or having nothing in your mind to having the thought transferred into your mind and taking that thought and then transferring that vision, that thought, what it is that you're seeing, transferring it from your mind, the mental stage of it, and transferring it onto paper and writing goals down so that you can then take action to the goals. 
And once you actually start taking action, the manifestation process actually begins. And that is what is so incredibly beautiful about manifesting your success. Ladies, don't you see? You have the control. You have the power. The power is within your control to manifest the things that you want in life. That's the beautiful things. And, you know, sometimes I don't think that we wake up in the morning and are happy about that fact that, oh, my gosh, I I can be who I say that I am. I can do whatever I say that I want to do. I can manifest my success because, see, you have to actually believe it. Now, the truth of the matter is, is when you believe, there is one simple thing that occurs to validate your belief, and that is action, pure and simple. If you say you believe and have no action to back it up, then you do not believe. That is the test to whether or not you believe in something. If you say, I am going to have a beautiful website up, I'm going to have a social media schedule every single week, I'm going to start branding myself and doing uh, Facebook Lives, and I'm going to have some pictures taken, and I'm going to do this and that. If you say that's what you're going to do, and you say you believe that you have the ability to, and yet don't take action to it, then it actually means that you don't have the level of belief necessary to take it to the next level, right? So belief in and of itself as the, is the prerequisite to taking action because you must first know what you're taking action on. You must first believe, and belief is so very, very important. So the habit of action and implementation is only, only uh, able to take place when you believe. Because when you think about it, when you believe in something, don't you take action on it when you believe? So the key here is, is that in order for you to really have the habit of taking action on things, you've really got to go back and you have really got to go look at what you believe. You've got to make sure that whatever you say you want to manifest in your life, Whatever you want to bring to pass, whatever fruits you want to have for the labor that you put into it, there has got to be a high level of belief that makes it happen. And you guys know, for those of you who are long-term listeners, you probably know what I'm getting ready to say, right? You guys know that there is a term that I talk about all of the time that is the kind of belief that you have to have in order to manifest your success. And I'm talking about no other than un- unshakable faith, okay? You have to have unshakable faith in yourself. You have to have unshakable faith in yourself. You have to have unshakable faith in God to know that he has, has installed in you what it is that you need to be successful in life. You have to know these things. So what is unshakable faith? It's a level of belief so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all that you do, on all that you think, on all that you desire on all that you believe, right? Why? Because unshakable faith is a deep-rooted belief. 
It requires deep-rooted belief. And when you have deep-rooted belief, you believe it. You know what you know. You you take action without thinking about it. It's just a natural habit. It's a natural process that you're going to take action on what it is that you believe in. And some of you listening to the show today, some of you listening probably are saying, I need to work on my belief level in myself and in my business. I've got to start being who I say that I am. I've got to become the authentic person, that authentic woman who believes in herself and don't necessarily need anybody else to tell me, good girl, you can do it. But I believe in myself to such a level that I create my own customized affirmations. I believe in myself to such a level that I take action on all that I say that I will do. I believe in myself to such a level that my actions have resulted in positive proof that I believe. And that is what's going to be required of you. In order to manifest your success, you must believe. And then if you believe, then you must be able to have the habit of action and implementation, okay? Because that is, that is going to be required of you. You can't take action on something that you don't have belief in because it just doesn't happen. You don't have you don't have any motivation. You don't have any desire to take action on it because it's 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 not who you are. But when you believe and when you are convicted in that belief because it has turned into unshakable faith, meaning nobody can move, you will not waver and stray away from that faith which resides within you. This, when, this is when you then would become a woman who knows how to manifest the things she wants in life. It's very key. I love action. And I so desire to be a queen of action because I know that when I am taking action, results will occur. And some of those results may not happen like I want them, but most of them will be positive results because of my belief and my conviction in myself and my ability to bring it about. So manifestation, again, can only occur when the element of belief is present, not just any kind of belief, because we all can say we believe, but the right kind of belief, which is unshakable faith, right? And I have someone that just texted me, um, hold on, this is Sherry in New Jersey. Okay, she said, can you just repeat the definition of unshakable faith one more time? Not a problem. Here it goes. Unshakable faith is a level of belief so deeply rooted that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on all that you believe all that you desire on all of your dreams and goals. You take immediate and swift action, okay? That is what unshakable faith is. Sherry, I hope uh, you got all of that, and you guys can listen to the recording of this broadcast if you want to, you know, go back over some of the things that I am sharing with you. But certainly it is within your power to manifest your own success. So I go back to the question I challenged you with earlier as I was reading from 
Lisa Diane's book, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat. The question and the challenge that I, I pose to you is to ask yourself the question, am I who I say that I am? Am I living the life of what I say that I am? Am am I taking action and doing the things of who I say that I am? Or do I need to improve on that? Do I need to really take a look at what beliefs I have that are actually supporting the visions that I want to come to pass? Because for a lot of you, and and I, I include myself in this, you know, you have to go back and you have to say, if I say that I want to generate a six-figure income, well, what beliefs do I have in existence right now that are supporting what it is that I say that I want? What beliefs do I have? Do I believe I can generate a six-figure income? Do, if I believe I can generate a six-figure income, do I believe in the things that need to happen in order to generate the six-figure income? Do I believe in my abilities to, to delegate, to create the task, to do all of the things necessary for the six-figure income to happen? Or do I need to embrace and adopt some new beliefs and then start taking action on those beliefs so that I can convict it within myself and prove to myself that? I believe. You see, you've got to go that next level. You've got to get yourself and push yourself out of the box and get yourself to take certain actions and do certain things that are going to help you to be more successful in life. And I hope this is helping most of you, and I hope that you guys are taking notes. So in essence, in order for you to manifest anything, you have to make sure that you have validated the beliefs that you currently have to support whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. And if the belief is not there, then you've got to start working on developing a habit of that belief. You've got to adopt a new belief. And some people don't let, like to let go of beliefs because it was something my mother believed in or something my father believed in or something my aunt or my grandmother believed in. They always did it this way. But it doesn't necessarily make it correct. Remember, you can validate every belief to, as to whether or not it is so, right? So it's very, very important. Even God tells us to, to validate that it is so what he is talking about, giving us everlasting life, that we have his, his knowledge, that, that we were created in his image to, to do things. You know, he tests me to see that it is so. And it's the same thing with us believing. If there are certain things that you want in life, then make sure that you have the right set of beliefs to make it happen. And that is a hard thing to do for some people, but it's the truth. And it's something that you have to work on, that we all have to work on to make happen, okay? So again, today we talked about the habit of action and implementation and how you, you can't have action or implementation and really work hard on things that you don't really believe in. And sometimes that's why people can't get things done. That's why they can't accomplish a goal. That's why they can't accomplish a task is because they don't actually believe in it. And you've got to work on your belief level. So I hope this has certainly helped all of you today. Last but not least, I want to remind all of you who are new to the Successful Woman radio show, make sure you visit us 
on our main website, womenaboutbiz.net, and make sure you click on the join button and become a free member, become a part of our family of business women uh, that are all working towards becoming the success and generating the income that they so desire. Join us. We welcome you to a, a positive environment where you will always be encouraged and motivated. And with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end the show for today, but do know that it is my desire to to hear all of you talk about the incredible things that you have manifested in your life, to hear about the successes that you have had, the testimonials of how you have changed your belief system. And because your beliefs were changed into beliefs that were actually factual, things that you could embrace and move and take action on, your life positively changed. I can't to hear all of these things from you. So this week, be the CEO that your business desires. Stay on top of your business. Set your goals that you want to see happen by Friday. Be productive and by all means, delegate those things that you do not have time to do. On behalf of Women About Biz and Successful Woman Radio, I wish you a most prosperous and successful week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.